This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show. Um, but what's ABS strategy? So ABS is account-based selling. Okay, so, so I similar... call it account-based uh, marketing, but you're calling it yeah. ABS is account-based sales. Yeah, because the, the reps are reaching out, right? In ABM, okay. you're using marketing tactics to reach out to people. But in the ABS strategy, essentially what you're doing is that's how your reps are, are, are building out the process. It's almost one and the same from my experience, what people call it. They're like, oh, well, we consider when our SDRs and BDRs reach out as part of our ABM program. Right. Uh, but Forrester actually officially called the act of reps reaching out ABS. Yeah, we screw ourselves up in, in sales. I mean, we give all these stupid names, so we don't, <laughs> right? It's just ridiculous. Okay, so I, I, now, now I'm tracking with you. Now, I, I like what you said here because I've said this, I say this a lot, and people are probably getting sick of me here, saying this, but it's, it's reality. People are in love with the idea of success. They're just not in love with the idea of the work that it takes to get to be successful. And that's what you're talking about with the serious, seriousness of work. What does seriousness look like? How do you know that you're acting in a serious modality when you're when you're doing your gig? You know, the great thing is, is that I've I've been in a position before where I haven't taken work seriously. Um, because I've been that rep before. That's how I know how to speak to it. You know, <laughs> many, many years ago, I was in a position where I think of the Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross thing now, you know, the leads are weak. Oh, the sales process doesn't work. Oh, our tech stack isn't great. Oh, my outbound process. When you're you're yeah, not you're taking an excuse work, maker, exactly. Uh, not taking work seriously is essentially the same as just being being someone who looks for a scapegoat, someone who makes excuses. That's really what it is. Um, you know, like like think about NFL athletes. I think of the great Antonio Brown, right? What he could have been. Oh, it was everybody else. It was never me. You know, Everybody and eventually thinks the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like big Steeler fan here. So I, I'm still, I'm still fighting through that angst. Um, eventually did he win a ring? Yeah. But he got there because, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady. That's how he builds teams. No offense to Tom Brady, but I mean, he, he would, you know, he, he would take back Aaron Hernandez if he could, unfortunately, like that's Tom Brady's going to win at all costs. That's the kind of guy he is. That's why he's got seven rings. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what we call high performer, low trust in the Simon Sinek model, you know? But like, you know, a guy like that, everybody else was the problem, not me. And the inability to take it seriously and go, you know what, maybe I suck at this. I need to figure it F out, right? Like I need to go and I need to learn. So I need what, to was join the, a what was the catalyst that made you realize that you were the problem? And what, so I guess there's a two-part question. What was the catalyst that made you realize that you were the problem? And then the flip side of that, that other side of that same coin what was the motivation to get out of it? So the catalyst was, you know, uh, somebody calls you a horse once, you punch him in the face, right? Somebody calls you a horse a second time, you cry about it to your therapist. Somebody calls you a horse a third time, maybe it's time to start, you know, it's time to start shopping for a saddle. Um, I think I flipped number one and number two around. I think it's they cry about it. And then the second time they punch someone. I'm not really sure. I think about it the first way though. Like you, you hit someone. You just you, both at the same time, right? Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the same thing, right? It was, it was, I was in this position in early 2019 where it was like, wow, the only constant here in my issues is me. Well, a lot of people won't admit to that. I mean, you see a whole entire society right now of it. And unfortunately, depending and not to get political here, but a lot of times people push that and push that victim mentality. And the thing that I despise about that victim type mentality, Chad, is 
you you're the victim. If I'm the victim, then I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you say, hey, let me own this, it might sting and it will. But yeah. then at least you can do something about it and look what you've done as a result. Yeah, exactly. And, and I tell people like, if you look at my job history in 2019, I was a nobody, right? I was making enough money to live, doing well, you know, ended up accruing enough to buy a house eventually. I think years of saving, right? But I I wasn't like, I wasn't doing extremely well. And it was 2019 when I started taking my professional development really seriously. And from the, let's call it Q4 of 2019, I went from an individual contributor. I joined software in like mid 2019, right? I started working in SaaS. Before that, I was in commercial insurance. July 2019, I started working in SaaS. From July 2019 to, I was an individual contributor. I became an SDR manager less than a year after that. And then less than a year after that, I became a director of sales development. So I went from individual contributor to manager to director in less than two years. Mm 